Great. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time out of your busy day. I know the time we're recording this right now. You're in New York City. It's never a not a busy time there, uh, unless we're stuck home for a couple of years, right? But those times are gone now. NF, uh, NFT NYC is happening. We were chatting before the interview here, and you said it's just crazy. Lines are around the corner, and people are obviously excited about the world of Web three on here. So uh, I'm stoked for our conversation and uh, to learn a little bit more, uh, not only about you, but what you're doing specifically as an artist in the Web three space. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day as an artist, um, you know, now uh, in the in the Web3 space. So I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I came into this space kind of hemming and hawing uh, as a visual artist, and I was kind of suspect of it for, for a long time until I understood better. And that's, I think, why why I like talking about it now um, because I think there's a lot of artists that, that come to it from the same spot. So my background, um, I'm the co-founder of a apparel company called play out apparel, as well as being a lifelong visual artist. Um, but for me, it really has changed how I view my work and the future of the art industry. And I find it so exciting that this is just this new medium that's available to people that I don't think all artists sort of realize is there. That's amazing. So, um, you know, I've heard so many different interesting stories from artists, and I, I just love how you guys have been pushed to the front of the line now with Web3, and things are changing so drastically with that, because the world of art is just so, you know, I dare I use the word corrupt, but it's not, you know, it's not about the artist. It's about the galleries and the brokers and everything else, and now Web3's come along and drastically change that. So how would, you know, how, what's your experience been with that as far as, you know, traditional art and now how, you know, the, the new landscape that's now available? Well, I mean, I'm just embarking on this in, and I just started making this type of work like a year and a half ago. And it took me maybe eight months to really get the rhythm because my goal was to stay in my artistic aesthetic, but from a a natively digital place. So I wanted to make work that looks like my paintings and and has the same uh, sort of vibe to it, but that were made completely digitally and then take it one step further and make it as if my paintings could move. That was my goal in this. And I didn't see a lot of that in the NFT space. So it was hard for me to imagine that it was even possible because I wasn't, I couldn't see what I was after. And I think that happens with people as well, that they, you know, maybe they're only exposed to a couple of different types of things. and They're like, oh, well, this isn't what I do. So there isn't room for me there. But there is room for all these different types of artwork in this space. Um, You know, this is, I I really think it's the new frontier. It's it's the same way that MP3 being able to make MP3s as a as a mu- musician. Um, anytime that you are able to have more control over the outcome and the money from your product, the better it is for the artist. Yeah, it certainly is. I, I it really is. And um, so, what type of art do you create? 
Um, so I make um, like mini videos that, uh, and I also have started making the sound and music for them, which I'm kind of really into, um, which I didn't know I'd be so into, but it's, it's added this other layer to it for me. People describe my work as being very um, meditative and soothing to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what, did, what inspired this type of work that you're creating? Um, I think just being able to, I had this fantasy, honestly, of taking my paintings and figuring out a way to make them move and shift. And that's what started this. And in doing that, I became absolutely obsessed once I figured it out. I mean, obsessed with making digital work. And that's something that as a lifelong uh, like painter and, and builder, I just, I didn't really think I would get so into it. And now I just can't stop making them. I love it. I want this to be like the thing that I move doing. Uh, able to this little world and curate your own little gallery in your, in your phone or on your computer. Every individual person can do this. is kind of amazing. And you can look at it and share it anytime you want. I mean, it's, it's kind of limitless. And no, it really is. There's no kind of. I, it really is limitless. I, I've, I've, I've said that. I've been involved since about the beginning of last year. I think when everybody started to turn the corner and be curious about what the world of NFTs and 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 Web three. But um, you know, as I as I started to enter the space, I thought, you know, we're we're living in a place now where we've said that you know since the onset of Web two and social media, uh, you know, it's a very exciting time to be alive. Now that was even more exciting to be time to be alive because Web three allows us to literally create whatever we can think of and dream up and which is which is really exciting when, when we think about it yeah it's and it's interesting because you know there's there's i think in the art world especially and with creators um there's definitely i, I mean i don't know how else to describe it except for like uh, some haterade on this and i and i i think that it's the same thing, right? When I so I used to work in in fashion. I, I've been an art director for you know twenty five years, and I remember when there was this moment of of photographers moving to digital in the nineties, and it was like there was two camps of folks. It was the, the people who dug their heels in and they were like, "Film will never die," and the people that went to digital. And I went to digital because I. I could see that e-commerce and all of this was going to be the future. There was no turning back. And I wanted to be a part of that. And it's sort of the same thing. And I, you know, it's, it's always been the same. People said, why are you going to watch YouTube if you have TV? Why are you going to look at Facebook if you have uh, MySpace? Why are you, you know, why do you want to have Instagram if you have Facebook? It's like, because this is, this is, the way we're leaning this is the way we're moving and it's an opportunity yeah it really is it really and it, it, it builds momentum the more involved and the more excited about what you're doing gets which is great and then we throw in community what, what's been some of your, your some of the most exciting things that have happened community wise is this whole thing you know it's it's really opened my eyes to a lot of different spaces a lot of different artists um, you know, definitely some amazing groups um, that are helping carve out a space for uh, particularly women, um, 
queer folks, I, it's really, I think that's the thing too, is, is part of my mission is to um, create more accessibility and more understanding. Um, my, so my NFTs are with the gallery queenlynft.com. And that is a, a queer owned and operated gallery that is for queer artists. And everything on there is as accessible as it can be, especially for somebody who's like a first time buyer. There's instructions literally on the site of how to set up your wallet, how to actually engage with the work, search for it and be able to purchase things. But I think that's sort of the barrier for a lot of people. If someone is new to this, especially an art collector, this is a whole new world and a whole new way of of buying art and supporting artists. But I do think it's going to start being this more long-term investment strategy, you know, especially now when you can buy things, you know, the market is, it's a buyer's market, like buy now <laughs> and hold on to these items and support these artists. The fact that you can, you know, use the blockchain to add a give back component to your artwork that you can give credit to the people who helped you create it or if there's a model or a photographer involved in it um the fact that an artist now in this space it's not like when you buy a painting at a gallery and that's the only time that the artist sees money from it you know this is super important for the empowerment of individual artists because now they have control to a certain degree over the uh lifespan of this piece of work and it's not that they just get you know this one payment and then even though they keep grinding they keep building their name they keep you know working on their career which is what makes things valuable that used to be that you would see nothing from that right now you have the opportunity to actually continue to make money and help others at the same time imagine that <laughs> so if i'm hearing you correctly you're able to focus on your passion do your passion build a community of things around things that you're passionate about i mean it sounds like a winner uh winner all the way around um so l let's talk a little bit about I, I know you said you you were chief design officer for play out apparel uh the first general equal startup for underwear and lifestyle um and uh, it says it has its first digital debut um, of an NFT. So were you involved with that NFT project as well? That it's still in the works. And yes, we, I, I am. Um, I think it's, I think again, this is going to be about bridging that gap. I think from a lot of the people that follow play out, um, there's sort of a disconnect. And what I want to do is make sure that people understand and then gain access and information about Web3 and the huge, huge community that can be built there. We want to build that community in that space just as much as we have already in real life. I think it's really important to, you know, no one is going to give you that space. You need to create it. Sure. And especially I think for the queer community and safe spaces everywhere and representation everywhere, you, you know, it just takes starting that and building it out and inviting people to join you and then letting them see and, and, you know, 
support all these other artists and people inside that space. Absolutely. So what, what's next? What, what have you got working? What are you excited about as far as uh, you know, what you're working on project wise with, um, with the NFTs and things that you're creating? So I've created um, two new series of works and I'm very excited about the direction I'm going in. The, the, the more that I play with these and the more that I understand my tools. So for me, I use probably 10 to 15 different filters and, um, and a splicer. And then I'll do my final output, um, like an iMovie or uh, Adobe Premiere. But the majority of these, I'm able to make the entire thing on my phone. And I just, I think it's so cool to make something in the same unit that I'm going to carry this around and most likely the place I'm going to visit them and look at them the most. I think there's something like full circle about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. I'm excited for you. It seems like, you know, you kind of had the best of both worlds. You're working uh, as uh, as an executive uh, with a brand that you're deeply passionate about that's clearly very progressive with their NFT launch um, and focused on what you're passionate about, in addition to being able to to create great work and, and build a community on that. Um, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by, by your story and, and what you're up to. So I'm excited to hear what, uh, you know, what's, what's to come next. Any final thoughts for our listeners? I think, you know, if you're a collector and you haven't purchased anything in this space, definitely don't be afraid. Like, you know, and take your time looking. And this isn't something that's like, a, oh, I have to buy this and then feel pressured to immediately sell it. Think about it as a long-term investment and a way to support artists that you believe in the work that they're doing. And I would say from an artist perspective, don't be afraid to make something and put something there that you've never seen before. Just because it doesn't exist doesn't mean people don't want to see it and that you're not going to find your community and your collectors and your folks out there. It just means it hasn't been put there yet. And I'm sure that it will be eventually if you're not the one that actually does it, right? And I'm saying you're to one of our listeners, anybody that, that maybe thinks, because that's the, that's the world we're living in right now. If we can, I think it was Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can do it. I mean, here we are, how many decades later? Um, and it's even easier to, to do what we're passionate about. Well, great. I really enjoyed our conversation. And like I said, I'm really encouraged by the work you're doing. I hope that you uh, continue to lean into your passion and are able to achieve all the goals and objectives that you've set out to do uh, with this. And uh, next time I make to new york city i'll have to look you up so we can connect yes please thanks again gray have yourself a great day keep rocking thank you so much until next time friends